Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy! Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh, that's right. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday edition. Man, are we, this week is flying by. We're going to talk transcripts. We're going to talk whistleblowers. We're going to talk wet dreams because they all go together when you're talking politics. Man, I can't believe I've even said that, to be quite honest with you. But uh, it's crazy. And I want to say one thing. I feel really bad. I forgot yesterday to mention Scars and Stripes Coffee. God, I'm a terrible show host. So head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com or hit the link on my website, thematlockshow.com, and get you some fantastic coffee. And not only is it coffee, but it is an e-commerce platform that allows veterans to own and run their own businesses. It gives them a mission. They get put into small groups. They're out selling coffee. They're out selling merchandise. They're out doing their thing. They're out hustling. Help a veteran out. Give them a mission. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Let me take a drink of it. Oh, yeah, there it is. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. Tell them Matlock sent you because it did, and it's fantastic. Do it now. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. All right. I'm going to tell you. I'm all fired up. I just got done with my television show. And if you did, if you don't watch Lock and Load on America's Voice News, you should. I'm wearing my sexual shirt today. It's my favorite nine-line shirt. I'm feeling chippy. I'm feeling just a little, I'm tired. I'm going to tell you, I am tired of watching our idiot, idiot politicians completely not do their job. Now I, I told you yesterday, I said, I didn't have, I didn't have enough time to thoroughly look at the transcript to put my show together and to give you my professional opinion. Because this is what I do. And I take great pride in my opinions. I don't sit here and just shoot from the hip and hope that something sticks. I put together well-crafted shows in ways that I believe are not only entertaining, but informative. And I'm loud. And I get irritated. But you know why? Because I love this country as it was founded. And our damn Democrats do not help. More than three-quarters of the Republicans don't. 
And here's poor President Trump, and yes, I said it, getting his brains kicked in by a bunch of weasels who don't have the balls to stand up and be men and women. Man, I'm on fire. This could be an angry Matlock show all the way through the entire thing because I've got the transcript, and I'm going to go through it with you because I believe it's important, but these people are effing morons. I mean... The President of the United States, President Trump, congratulations on a great victory. We all watched from the United States, and you did a terrific job. Okay? The way you came from behind, someone who wasn't given much of a chance, and you end up winning easily. It's a fantastic achievement. Congratulations. That's the first paragraph. So, President Zelensky, you're absolutely right, Mr. President. We did win big, and we we worked hard for this. We worked a lot, but I would like to confess to you that I had an opportunity to learn from you. So they're pissed. I'm going to tell you right now. First thing the left's pissed about, Zelensky looks at Trump as a mentor. He looks at Trump as a mentor. And I don't need to read, read the rest of that because it's just small talk, blah, 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 blah. So Trump says, you know what? I'm going to tell you. As I get through all of this, you know, he wants to meet, Zelensky wants to meet with him. It's a great idea. I think your country is very happy that you're now the president. Zelensky, well, yes, to tell you the truth, we are trying to work hard because we wanted to what? Drain the swamp. What? what where, where have you heard that language from before? Drain the swamp? Where, where have you heard that? Once again, the left is pissed because Zelensky looks at Trump and his victory as a road map. We brought in many new people. We got rid of the old politicians because... We want to have a new format. We want to have a new type of government. You are a great teacher for us. I'm telling you right now, just three paragraphs in, the left is completely pissed because Zelensky is giving Trump all the credit for his win. That's why the left's pissed. They hate the fact that they think that Trump had anything to do with the fact that they've got this guy over in Ukraine now who's just like Trump. Now, I'm going to tell you, they have a lot of things to hide, like the shakedown I talked about yesterday of the three senators that wrote the damn letter to Ukraine saying, you need to help us investigate President Trump in 16. They're afraid. The Democrat Party knows the shit is about ready to hit the fan. So, President Trump, well, it's very nice for you to say that. I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. We spend a lot of effort and a lot of time there, much more than the European companies are doing, countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. Germany does almost nothing for you. All they do is talk, and I think it's something that you should really ask them about. When I was speaking to Angela Merkel, she talks Ukraine, but she doesn't do anything. A lot of the European countries are the same way, so I think it's something you want to look at, but the United States has been a very, very, very good friend to Ukraine. I wouldn't say that it's reciprocal necessarily because things are happening that are not good for the U.S. and has been very good for you. Zelensky, yes, you're absolutely right. Not only 100%, but actually 1,000%. And I can tell you the following. I did talk to Angela Merkel, and I did meet with her. I also met and talked with Macron. And I told them that they are not doing quite as much as they need to be doing on the issues with the sanctions. They are not enforcing the sanctions. They are not working as much as they should work for Ukraine. It turns out that even though logically the European Union should be our biggest partner, but technically the United States is. And I'm grateful to you for that because the United States is doing quite a lot for Ukraine. 
much more than the European Union, especially when we are talking about sanctions against the Russian Federation. I would also like to thank you for your great support in the area of defense. We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next step specifically. We're almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. So I'm going to stop right there because the media told you that this was the quid pro quo that Trump brought up the defense, that Trump brought up the javelin missiles, that Trump was behind all this stuff. Here's fallacy number one. He, Zelensky, said, you know what? Thank you for all that you've done. You've done more than the European Union. You've done more than Germany. And we're just about ready to purchase some more javelins for defense. He brought it up. So Trump says, I would like you to do us a favor. Here we go. This isn't, and once again, no quid pro quo. Trump didn't bring up the fact that they were getting javelin missiles from the us. He did. So he says, I would like you to do us a favor. This is Trump. Because our country has been through a lot, and Ukraine knows a lot about it. Sounds pretty innocent so far. He says, I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say, crowd strike. Now, I'm going to stop here for a second. Because as you guys know, because you listen to the Matlock show, you're in the know because you're listening to the smartest guy on the radio today, me. And I told you this yesterday. I'm going to tell you, it was amazing. I talked about CrowdStrike yesterday because everybody just kind of jumped over it. Everybody just kind of went right on by it. And they talked about all the other stuff in the transcript, but they didn't touch CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike was the company that investigated the Democrat National Committee hack of their server. Remember? Remember when the FBI couldn't get their hands on it? Remember when Debbie Wasserman Schultz says, stay away? Remember all of that stuff? Well, CrowdStrike was the company. When did this happen? When did CrowdStrike investigate the DNC server hack? 2016. I want you to keep that in your mind. Because what is the left telling you? The left is telling you, that Trump took to this transcript, and he is asking Ukraine to investigate Biden for two for 2020. Now I'm going to read this to you again. Uh, this is a this is the biggest point. This is right here the biggest point in this transcript. Trump says, "I would like you to do us a favor because our country has been through a lot." And Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say CrowdStrike, the company. I guess you have one of your wealthy people and the server. They say Ukraine has it. The server. The server is the Democratic National Committee server that was hacked that the, the Democrats said were the Russians. Why do you think that uh, the Democrats had CrowdStrike come in and look at the server? Why do you think the Democrats didn't have the FBI look at the server? Why do you think the Democrats went running out there and told you that the Russians hacked their server, but then gave us no proof that it happened? And now what does Trump say? Well, you know, the DNC server got hacked. Ukraine knows a lot about it, CrowdStrike. They say that you've got the server. Um, could you look into it for me? Because we're trying to find out about this Russia-Trump collusion. This is, once again... Let me put it in context, 2016. It's not 2020. And he goes on. 
he says, you know what? There are a lot of things that went on. The whole situation, I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. I would like to have the attorney general call you or your people, and I would like you to get to the bottom of it. The server, the DNC, CrowdStrike, 2016. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller. Remember, Mueller was going to walk Trump out in handcuffs. The Mueller report was going to be crazy. I've got an article here from an ex-McCain-Romney advisor saying the Mueller report was a nothing burger. We're going to get to that in a little bit. But he says, you know, with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller, an incompetent performance, but they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can, it's very important that you do that if possible. Okay? That's the whole ask. He asked a couple times, I would like you to do us a favor. And then he says, it's very important that you do it if it's possible. Two or three times, right? So Zelensky, here is Zelensky's reply. Yes. Yes, it is very important for me. And everything you just mentioned earlier. For me as a president, it is very important. And we are open for any future cooperation. This is why the left is ticked. They know the goods that Ukraine has. And if Zelensky cleans house and drains the swamp and they find out what the left's been doing, they're all going to hang. They don't like this. This is key. He says, you know what? We're open for any further cooperation. We are ready to open a new page on cooperation in the relations between the United States and Ukraine. For that purpose, I just recalled our ambassador from the United States, and he will be replaced by a very competent and very experienced ambassador who will work hard on making sure that our two nations are getting closer, not farther apart. I would also like and hope to see him having your trust and your confidence and have personal relations with you so we can cooperate even more. See, this has got the left terrified. The left doesn't want Ukraine working with Trump. They don't want Trump finding out their dirty little secrets. They don't want Trump to know what's going on with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton and the Obama administration and all the things that did happen, right? So now here's the president of Ukraine saying, we want to work closer with you. We want to give you more. We want to, we're an open book. We want to give you everything we can to help you. Once again, no pressure. Do you feel for a minute, this is the left's assumption here today. And it is assumption because you know what you do when you assume. But they're saying that Donald Trump pressured the Ukrainian president into this. Does this sound like there's any pressure going on? This almost, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you the way this comes across to me because I've seen this firsthand. It almost sounds like Zelensky is fangirling Trump. I mean, I would. I want, to, I, I want an interview with President Trump. Good Lord. Don, if you're listening. If any of your people are listening, give me 10 minutes. Give me five minutes. It would be the best interview you've ever had because it will be amazing. I, you know, I know the things to ask, but I'm telling you, to me, I don't know about you, but to me, it sounds like Zelensky is fangirling Trump. He likes what Trump has done. He likes what Trump has created. He wants to work closer. He wants to meet with Trump. And later on, we're going to hear this. He wants to head to the, the White House, which he did. That's the funny thing. So you've got this transcript, which we're going to keep going through here as, as the program goes on. But you've got Zelensky at the White House yesterday with Trump. And he comes out and he says, I wasn't pushed. Or what he meant was, I was not pressured 
by the president of the United States to do anything. So here we got a fangirl. He's loving Trump. He's loving what Trump's doing. He's using Trump as a mentor. He's fashioning his government after what Trump has done. I mean, is that not fangirling 101? It is. So he says, you know, I, ho I hope we can personally get closer. I hope you'll have the confidence in the personal relationship so that we can cooperate even more. I will personally tell you that one of my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani, and we are hoping very much that Mr. Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine, and he will meet once he comes here. I just want to assure you once again that you have nobody but friends around us. I will make sure that I surround myself with the best and most experienced people. I also wanted to tell you that we are friends. We are great friends. And you, Mr. President, have friends in our country so we can continue our strategic partnership. I also plan to surround myself with great people. In addition to that investigation, I guarantee as the president of Ukraine that all the investigations will be done openly and candidly. That I can assure you once again. This is why Adam Schiff is doing, I, I'm telling you, I got up this morning, turn on the TV, and what's on? This damn committee hearing with this McGuire from the DNI talking about this whistleblower bullshit, because it is. this. I'm going to get to the whistleblower stuff, too. Jam-packed show for the hour. But, you know, here we are. And I swear to you, I lost 20 IQ points watching these clowns, and Adam Schiffer brains actually made up his own story from this transcript and literally had one of the damn congressmen say, did you just make all that up? Did you even read from the transcript? Oh, well, I was just parodying. No, you just lied to the American people right to their damn face. I parodied it. I, it was a parody. The dude is bad news. He's a moron, but I said this on the TV show, and I'm going to tell you here. Um, there's a little story that I might get to. It might not be tomorrow. I don't know. I, there's so much. I want to get to climate change at some point because I got in this damn conversation on Facebook with climate change, and I want to tell you about Noah doctoring the damn temperatures to make global warming seem like it's getting hotter. I'm going to get to that eventually. It may be next week. Hell, I don't know. There's so much news I can never get there. But here you have Adam Schiff. One of his big donors is a guy by the name of Ed Buck. Ed Buck's a pervert. He likes to have sex with men. He's gay, which I really don't care about the homotype sexuality stuff he does. But he gets these young men. He brings them to his house. He's a, he's a multimillionaire. He brings them to his house. He gets them all kinds of drugged up on opioids, does all kinds of crazy things to them. And oh, by the way, a couple of them died at his house. And now he's being brought up on charges. So what happened? Adam Schiff got a lot of money from this dude. So you've got to distract You've got to throw up the smoke screen, and you've got to do this kind of goofy stuff where you lie at a committee hearing. On top of all that, the IG report's getting ready to drop. It's under review right now. The IG report, I think, has some very damning information in it. I think we're going to see a lot of stuff with the FISA, with the warrants, with all the stuff that you're seeing going on right now with the intelligence. I'm telling you what, our intelligence agencies are a damn joke. We ought to burn those. If I'm President Trump, I burn the intelligence agencies to the ground and I start over. I want you to think about this. Is another foreign leader ever going to call Trump again? Is another foreign leader ever going to say anything to the president, you know, outside of that, knowing that maybe his comments are going to end up on the nightly news in America? 
No, but that's the goal of the left. They are trying to burn down President Trump. They are trying to make him look like he's not trustworthy. They are trying to cut him off at the knees. And if I'm Trump, I burn it all down. I burn it all down. And the other thing I'm going to get to here in a little bit, the fundraising that has happened from this. But we'll get to that in a minute because I want to keep going. i got about another page left. So President Trump says, good. After all of that, about being friends with Ukraine, about helping, about the investigation, about everything they can do and people being and all that stuff, right? He says, good, because I heard you had a prosecutor who was very good, Shokin, and he was shut down, and that's really unfair. A lot of people are talk, talking about that, the way they shut your very good prosecutor down, and you had some very bad people involved. Mr. Giuliani is a highly respected man. He was the mayor of New York City, a great mayor, and I would like him to call you. I will ask him to call you along with the Attorney General. Rudy very much knows what's happening, and he's a very capable guy. If you could speak to him, that would be great. The former ambassador from the United States, the woman who, who or was bad news, and the people she was dealing with in Ukraine were bad news. So I just want I just want to let you know that. The other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son. The the that Biden stopped the prosecution and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general will be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. Now, I've got a clip here. I want you to listen to this. John Solomon from uh the Hill he, he's got some information here. I'm going to play this clip. Hang tight. Yeah, listen, there were three attempts in 2016 by the Democratic Party to, in the Democratic establishment to get Ukraine involved in our election. So Democrats were for Ukraine interference in our election before they were against it. That is an irrefutable fact. The documents and the statements on the record have been reported in my columns. You can download the documents. Don't trust me. Go read them yourselves. But here's the most important thing. Joe Biden has staked out a very specific story now, and with impeachment proceedings, that story is fair game to investigate. Let's say what that story is. He says when he fired the U Ukraine general prosecutor, Mr. Shokin, uh, he did so solely because he believed that prosecutor was corrupt and not because that prosecutor was investigating his son's company and making plans to hunt, interview Hunter Biden at the very moment he was fired. That's his story. That has to hold up. I can tell you tonight that I have obtained more than 450 pages of documents from inside Hunter Biden's legal team, from inside the State Department, from inside uh, the Ukrainian General Prosecutor's Office, all on the record. These documents call into question every Slow aspect down. of Joe. John? Yep. Okay. Yes. The interruption. There are documents uh, from Hunter Biden's legal team, the legal team from America trying to assist Burisma to get out of this investigation. They show in, unequivocally that that prosecution, or that uh, legal team told the prosecutors as soon as uh, Mr. Shokin was fired. In fact, the day that Shokin was fired, the Ukraine team, uh, the uh, Biden team was trying to reach the new prosecutor. So people say there's no connection between the event. Why was Biden's legal team rushing to talk to the new guy immediately? But when they got that chance to talk to him, here's what they told that prosecutor. They told that prosecutor the fall, the story about Shokin being corrupt, not doing reforms, was not true. It was a made-up story by U.S. officials. They called it false information. That means Hunter Biden's legal team, Burisma's American legal team, was telling the prosecutors the basis upon which Joe Biden said he just fired Shokin was not true. Wow is all I have to say. That is a bombshell. 
That is literally a bombshell brought to you by John Solomon of 450 documents from Hunter Biden's legal team stating daddy fired the prosecutor because they were coming after Hunter. All the while, the guy's doing coke, leaving his crack pipe in a rental car. I mean, this guy is bad news. And then yesterday, I saw this so fantastic. Jake Tapper was uh, interviewing John Kennedy, Republican John Kennedy. And uh, Kennedy says, "What do you, do you think that uh, Ukraine got uh, Hunter, Biden, Hunter Biden's resume from uh, ZipRecruiter? I mean, they got it because of daddy. It was the influence that Joe Biden had that got Hunter Biden the job, and, and it was only to sell access. Now, I want to get back to this whole deal because we're almost done with this transcript. So Trump has said, you know, look, I'm going to have Rudy Giuliani talk to you. I, I, I want to talk about this uh, ambassador. It'd be great. Biden went around bragging. That he, that he had stopped the prosecution, so if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. Um, yeah, he talked about the prosecutor. He talked about how he's going to clean things up. He said, you know, hey, look, I would kind of ask you if you have any additional information that you can provide to us, it would be very helpful for the investigation to make sure that we administer justice in our country with regard to that ambassador to the United States from Ukraine. As far as I can recall, her name was Ivanovich. It was great that you were the first one who told me she was a bad ambassador because I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Her attitude towards me was far from the best as she admired the previous president and she was on his side. She would not accept me as a new president well enough. So Trump says, all right, here's what. She's going to go through some things. I will have Mr. Giuliani give you a call. And I'm also going to have Attorney General Barr call and we will get to the bottom of it. I'm sure you'll figure it out. I heard the prosecutor was treated very badly, and he was a very fair prosecutor, so good luck with everything. Your economy is going to be better and better, I predict. You have a lot of assets. It's a great country. I have many Ukrainian friends. They're incredible people. Zelensky says, I would like to tell you that I also have quite a few Ukrainian friends that live in the United States, blah, 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 blah. Last time I traveled there, I'd like to see you, meet you, great. Uh, I wanted to thank you for your invitation to visit the United States, blah, 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 small talk. I believe we can have a very successful and cooperating on energy independence in the United States. We are already working on that. We are buying American oil, but I'm very hopeful for a future meeting. We will have more time and more opportunities to discuss these opportunities and get to know each other better, blah, 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 blah. President says, good. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'll tell Rudy. Attorney General Barr to call. Thank you. Whenever you'd like to come to the White House, feel free to call. Give me a date. We'll work that out. And I look forward to it. He says, well, you know, we're going to be in Poland. Blah, blah, blah. You should stop and see Kev. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, we can work on that. I look forward to seeing you in Washington, maybe in Poland, because I think we're going to be there at that time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Done. Transcript. So in all of that, the mainstream media has led you to believe that Trump did something illegal, that uh, all that conversation we just heard. Uh, it was illegal. It was illegal for Trump to ask about the prosecutor that was fired, that got fired by Biden. We've got the actual video of it. Biden saying that he got the guy fired. They were getting ready to investigate Hunter Biden. They were getting ready to investigate Burisma, the company that Hunter Biden worked for. The $1.5 million, or the $1.5 billion, I'm sorry, with a B that came from China. All the money, $83,000 a month from Burisma. You know, they're all sitting there and they're, and they're, they're panicked. The left... The Democrat Party is in a panic. So what happens? You see this whistleblower stuff. You see all that. And I'm telling you, I've read the whistleblower crap. I've read it. And it's amazing because this whistleblower has zero 
firsthand knowledge of what happened. I'm telling you, zero. The dude or or her wasn't even part of the conversation. It's amazing. As I as I sit there and I look at what's going on, you have secondhand knowledge or a rumor of what Trump said, and this it's it's unbelievable. It's so ridiculous. And then, of course, like I said, Schiff began the hearing not citing what Trump said to Zelensky in the call, but with his own summation of the intent and the contents. No reference to anything that was actually said. Here's what Schiff said. Here, shorn of its rambling nature, is what Trump essentially said to Zelensky and then read the worst, most left-wing, phony, fake, what Trump meant to convey paragraph ever. He set it up and used the phrase shorn, of its rambling character to confuse low attention viewers who didn't understand that he was abandoning what the transcript that, that, that what the actual transcript said and giving his heavily biased cartoonish version of what he said and wants those viewers to believe Trump said many people watching will come away assuming that shift is abbreviated but did not vary from the intent of Trump's statement to Zelensky they will think shift was quoting it he was not his paragraph was nothing less than a summation of all the things Democrats have been trying to make us think about Trump for three years, and Trump's positive polls have gone up to 53%. And you know what else has happened? The silent majority is starting to get pissed. Actually, we're a little more than pissed. We're frustrated. We're, we're agitated. We're irritated. Because in 24 hours, the RNC raised $5 million. Dollars. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I said this in the TV show, and I'm going to say it here on the radio show. Money talks, bullshit walks. When you reach into your wallet, when you reach into your purse, and you give of your financials, when you give of your hard-earned money, because you work hard for your money. You work very hard for your money. The government takes a lot of your money. You work hard for your money. But when you reach into your wallet or your purse and you give money to the president, that is true support. That is support past, well, a pollster called and said, who are you voting for? Those people who are giving that money to Trump are voting for Trump. <laughs> they are voting for Trump. And I'm going to tell you, the electorate is getting all kinds of energized because they're not stupid. You listen to shows like The Matlock Show. You listen to Lock and Load on America's Voice News. You see what's going on with these folks, and they're tired of it. They're tired of these politicians screwing them and doing things that they said that they were going to do and not do. They're tired of it. And now what have we found out? I mean, this is what's crazy about finding out what's going on here. So we're finding out today in, in more news coming out that it, it, it's just crazy. Um, the word is the word is out. This, 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 now, this is rumor. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you this is unsubstantiated rumors, just what I'm hearing. It's what I'm reading and what I'm seeing. But the word is going out that the actual source of the whistleblower who himself or herself, remember, didn't hear the call and didn't read the transcript, is a buddy of Peter Strzok's. I kid you not. T. Ulrich Breckbuehl of the State Department. He's a cyber hacker recruiter for CrowdStrike contracts. What? what? CrowdStrike. Where did we hear that from? So this T. Ulrich Breckbuehl, cyber hacker recruiter for CrowdStrike, is also a former executive with Bain Capital. What do we know about Bain Capital? 
It's Mitt Romney's investment group. If you wondered why Romney, who ran for president twice, bothered to become a U.S. senator after that, it's to protect his people and his deals from the danger of the outsider Trump. Romney is dirty and corrupt, my friends. And that's why that little pussy runs to the camera all the time and hates Trump. I'll tell you, I did a podcast back. And I'll, 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 if you go back and look at the old Matlock Show podcast, episode 406. I remember it as if it were yesterday. Romney was out in Utah. He was given a speech even before President Trump became President Trump. And he badmouthed him because Romney is a vagina. He is a vagina hat wearing pussy. And I just said it again. The guy is a fraud. He's a fake. He's the deep state. He's in with it because what are we hearing now? Well, Romney met with Nancy Pelosi about, about impeachment. And, and we're going to see what happens. Let me tell you about Mitt Romney. So I've got a, I've got an article here. Amazing, by the way. Um, <laughs> a longtime GOP political consultant made a stunning claim yesterday that 30 Republican senators would vote to impeach President Trump. 30. Mike Murphy, a former advisor to John McCain, doofus, and Mitt Romney, knucklehead, appeared on MSLSD and began by claiming that Trump's alleged misconduct was much clearer in the transcript of the presidential conversation with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky than the Mueller report and that a direct quid pro quo wasn't necessary, calling it a classic shakedown. Now, first things first. Murphy's saying the Mueller report was a nothing burger, which we already knew. That's not good, but they're now admitting it. The Mueller report was a nothing burger. They knew nothing was going to come of that. They don't have anything. There was no Trump-Russia collusion. All of this stuff we're going to see out of Ukraine is all going to be on the left from Ukraine. That's why all this is going on. So Murphy says, I'm telling you, these Senate Republicans, should the Democrat vote impeachment, are going to be pinned down to a yes or no answer. God, this guy's so smart, isn't he? Of course they are. I'm going to tell you one thing, though. The House is never going to impeach Donald Trump. There are Democrats who are a bunch of pansies who are in bright red states who want to keep their positions and keep the gravy train rolling. They're looking at Nancy Pelosi saying, Nancy, you just screwed me. I can't vote. I can't vote for impeachment because if I vote for impeachment, I'm gone because the the silent majority will rise up and will get rid of these folks in Congress who are in their districts. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, you are going to see, in my opinion, you're going to see somewhere in the neighborhood of a 15 to 20% increase in voting. And I'll bet you 15% of that is for Trump. There are people out there pissed. And now you've got these knuckleheads in Congress, you know, these red state Democrats saying, uh, Nancy, I can't vote impeachment, but this Mike Murphy, he sure knows uh, they're going to get pinned down to a yes or no. Of course they are in the Senate. You got to vote yes or no for impeachment of Trump. That's it. He says, um, and if they provide cover for Donald Trump for this, a clear violation of his role as president, we're going to lose Colorado and Cory Gardner. We're going to lose Maine with Susan Collins. We're going to lose Arizona with Martha McSally and the Democrats will put the Senate very much in play. They will not. This guy's a moron. But Murphy predicted, here, here's where it starts to get good. Murphy predicted 
that the politics will become worse and worse for Trump, which will push GOP lawmakers towards impeachment. He then claimed that dozens of Republicans are secretly on board with impeachment. He says, I can tell you this. One Republican senator told me if it was a secret vote, 30 Republican senators would vote to impeach Trump. Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Murphy. There aren't secret votes in the Senate. You have to go on record. I'm so tired of this shit. Oh, if there's a secret vote in the Senate, then Trump's gone. If there's a secret this, if there's a secret that, you know what? When I go to vote for my people, you want to know what I do? I mean, this is what most Americans do. Work their damn ass off, pay their freaking taxes, and do the things that are right because they love this country. We actually look at the voting record of our damn officials. We look at it. We judge it. And then we make our decision of who we should vote for. There aren't secret ballots. There aren't these little meetings and coat rooms where you get along together and do a little circle jerk and you want to be part of the damn Democrat elite and and party with the crowds and, and be liked by the media. That's not there. Your votes are on record. You work for us. You don't get to go and vote secretly. You don't. Irritated about that. Probably just blow out the board. Should turn it down, but I don't care. Oh, I'm telling you. It's so ridiculous that we deal with these pukes who think that they can vote in secret. Forget about you and I. Forget about what we stand for. Forget about what they told you they were going to do. They're going to go vote in secret. They don't care about you. They don't care about what they told you. All they care about is the damn gravy train and keeping their positions up on Capitol Hill. There's hardly any of them that are even conservative anymore. I was on Andrea Kay's show last night, and we were talking about it, and she's so damn right. I mean, out of the House and the Senate, we probably don't have 30 people up there who even care about the country outside of the president. And then you get these jackasses like this Mr. Murphy who, well, if there was a secret vote, then 30 senators, well, they're not secret. You know why? Because you have to go on record. This is why I explained it. And sorry for getting, well, I'm not really sorry. I got loud. It irritates me because that's why, I mean, I want you to think about this. This is why those Democrats in those deep red states are telling Nancy Pelosi, look, you you can't do this to us. You can't put us in this position because if you do, if you put us in this position and we have to vote, it's going to go on record. People are going to know what we did. They're going to know how we voted. Once again, in the Senate, I mean, you watch C-SPAN, you watch all this stuff. It's, it's, it's record. You have to go on the record. You don't get to do some secret vote. You don't get to put a little piece of paper, take it up, put it in the box, and then nobody knows it was you. I mean, this is crazy. Is this what we've come to? I mean, here I am. Here I am, a recruiter in, in, in Texas working my tail feathers off, trying to to build a radio empire, paying my taxes, working hard, and my senator is going to vote with cloak and dagger? I wouldn't vote for that senator. I would actively campaign against that person and say, you know what? We need people who are going to be transparent. Because what, what is the Democrats, you know, what are the Democrats calling for right now? Transparency. I mean, what are they calling for right now? Trump. I, I mean, I've got this right here. I want you to listen to this. It's amazing. So 
Let me see if I can find it because it's a it's a long ass article here. Um, da 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 da. Oh yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, right here. It says, well, nope, that's not it either. Hold on, I gotta find it. I mean, there's there's just so much I've I've done here, and we're talking about all this stuff. And you know, Trump comes out, and I think where is that ad? I'm trying to find it here. Um, da 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 da. Yeah, right here, right here. It says, I have informed. GOP leader Kevin McCarthy and all Republicans in the House that I fully support transparency on so-called whistleblower information, but also insist, and this is the president talking, on transparency from Joe Biden and his son Hunter on the millions of dollars that they have been quickly and easily taking out of Ukraine and China, Trump wrote. Additionally, I demand transparency from Democrats that went to Ukraine and attempted to force the new president to do things that they wanted under the form of a political threat. So see, they want it, it, it's amazing. I sit here and I watch this stuff and I read these articles and I do my prep and I get prepared for this show so I can bring you an entertaining, informative program, right? And here you have the left saying, we need transparency when it comes to the whistleblower and Trump and what's going on with foreign policy, blah, 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 like the uh, Charlie Brown teacher, you know, they're all talking about transparency. And then in the next breath, you see the article, well, if there was a secret ballot, then Trump would be gone. Where's the transparency? See, these, pe these people are pussies. That's uh, 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 the best word I can come up with. And I hate to continue to use it because it's kind of crass, but they are. They're nutless. They're, they're spineless. They're idiots. And, and, they, and they blow whatever way the political wind blows. Whatever is good for them. Whatever makes them the most money. Whatever puts them in the right circles is where they go. I got to take a real quick drink because I've been screaming. Ah, oh, it's much better. Gotta gotta coat those those you know those vocal cords so we can keep going. So a defiant President Trump said during a press conference in New York yesterday. By the way, which you did not hear because we got all this crap going on with this whistleblower and everything else that he wants full transparency, not only over the so-called whistleblower allegations leveled against him, but also from Joe Biden and his son Hunter on millions of dollars that have been quickly and easily taken out of Ukraine and China. Trump additionally demanded transparency from Democrats who went to Ukraine and attempted to force the new president to do things they wanted under the form of political threat. They threatened him if he didn't do things. Now that's what they're accusing me of, but I didn't do it. So the aggressive move signaled that the White House would seek to turn the tables against Democrats who had initiated an impeachment inquiry, which has no foundation. The impeachment inquiry is going nowhere. Zilch, zero, nada, not happening. Now, earlier in the day, the White House released the transcript that we talked about earlier of, of Trump's July call with Zelensky. Now, at the press conference in New York, Trump specifically called attention to a little, little discussed CNN report from May of this last year, which described how Democratic Senators Robert Menendez, Dick Durbin, and Patrick Leahy pushed Ukraine's top prosecutor not to close four investigations perceived as critical 
to then special counsel Robert Mueller's Russian probe. And by Democrats' current logic, seemingly implied that their support for USA to Ukraine was at stake or a quid pro quo. What did that do? So the Republican Party, in 24 hours since news of Nancy Pelosi's impeachment announcement, at real Donald Trump's campaign and at, GO, at GOP, have blown out fundraising $5 million in 24 hours. Donors in all 50 states. Now, the Democratic senators wrote in a letter to Ukraine's leader at the time, in four short years... Ukraine has made significant progress in building democratic institutions despite ongoing military, economic, and political pressure from Moscow. We have supported the capacity-building process and are disappointed that some in Kiev appear to have cast aside these democratic principles to avoid the IR President Trump. They're talking about the chumminess that Zelensky has with Trump. They hate it. They hate the fact that Zelensky is fangirling Trump. They do. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. They hate Trump the fact that Zelensky wants to drain the swamp. They hate the fact that Zelensky looks up to Trump. They hate the fact that Zelensky wants to do what Donald Trump has done. So they're like, oh, you know, now we're disappointed. We're disappointed that some in Kiev appear to have cast aside and went with Donald Trump. The senators called for the top prosecutors to reverse course, so to stop liking Trump, and halt any efforts to impede cooperation with this important investigation. So what they did is they strong-armed Ukraine. You better do as we say, or we're not going to send you the aid. Now that, my friends, is coercion. That, my friends, is a quid pro quo. Now, Senator Chris Murphy literally threatened the president of Ukraine that if he doesn't do things right, they won't have Democratic support in Congress, Trump added. Now, responding, here's the thing, says, quote, I told Zelensky that he should not insert himself or his government into American politics, Chris Murphy said. I cautioned him that complying with the demands of the president's campaign representatives to investigate a political rival of the president would gravely damage the U.S.-Ukraine relationship. There are a few things that Republicans and Democrats agree on in Washington these days, and support for Ukraine is one of them. So there you go. Stop helping Trump. Well, he's not really helping Trump. Once again, if you read the transcript, Trump is asking him about crowd Trump is asking him about the DNC server. Trump is asking him about the Trump-Russia collusion. That's really what's going on here. But the left, you know, the left wanted to find out about the Trump-Russia collusion. They don't want to now because they know it's a hoax. They know that if they go down this path, Ukraine is going to contradict everything that they said. Now, responding to Trump's statement, Mr. Murphy said, in the meeting, Republican Senator Ron Johnson and I had with President Zelensky three weeks ago, I made it clear to him that Ukraine should not become involved in the 2020 election and that his government should communicate with the State Department, not the president's campaign. I still believe this to be true. <laughs> oh, it's so cute, isn't it? Because if you'll remember back when Hillary Clinton ran the State Department, they were dealing directly with who? President Obama. But what does Chris Murphy say? Oh, 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 well, you need to deal with the State Department, not Trump, because what's the State Department full of? Deep State, the swamp, the people that hate Trump. So you need to deal with them and not Trump, because they want to, once again, they want to cut Trump off at the knees. 
They don't want him involved with this situation. They don't want him anywhere near it because if it comes out, they're screwed. Now, Trump, it's funny because they call this colorful language. Uh, He told reporters, here's a quote. We have the greatest economy we've ever had, president said. When you see little Adam Schiff go out and lie, 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 and stand at the mic, smart guy, by the way, then he goes in the room with House Judiciary Committee Chair Jerry Nadler, and they must just laugh their asses off. Yeah, it's colorful, right? Because asses is now a cuss word. Give me a break. Um, it says, President Trump, referring to Democrat Jerry Nadler and Adam Schiff, not all Democrats in the House have been on board with the impeachment. 2020 presidential candidate Rep. Tulsi Gabbard, Democrat from Hawaii, said Wednesday that the Ukraine transcript did not present a compelling reason to impeach the president. I knew there was a reason I liked her. Now, Mark Meadows, he took to Twitter. He's a he's a uh, he's a, a conservative, one of the few up there, part of the uh, caucus there, the uh, the the Freedom Caucus. He says, "Wow, the full Ukraine call transcript shows at real Donald Trump asking Ukraine's president for a favor, helping investigate the 2016 election interference." CNN cut the clip, making it look like the favor was about investigating Biden. Wow. Of course, the mainstream media is going to distract. They're, they're, they're going to lie. They're going to make up their own their own story. They're going to do what Adam Schiffer brains did. They're, they're going to tell you what they see. you got to read between the lines. Trump's talking in code. Now, Trump, yesterday in New York, accompanied by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Treasury Secretary Steve Munchen, also slammed the media for focusing so heavily on the whistleblower's allegations that he improperly pressured Zelensky for political reasons. Now, remember, Zelensky said in the interview, right out of his own mouth, there's no disputing. He said, I wasn't pushed. I wasn't pressured to do anything. So Trump says, we made some fantastic deals, like with Japan for farmers. And that doesn't get covered because you waste your time on nonsense. It's very sad what Democrats are doing to this country. They're dividing and they're demeaning and they're destroying. And he's absolutely right. The best quote of the day, though, this is what cracks me up. Because the Amazon, here, this is Trump talking. The Amazon Washington Compost put out a fake article that McGuire was going to quit blaming the White House for something they wouldn't let him talk openly about. And I was shocked, Trump said. The transcript of Trump's call with Zelensky to classify by Trump a day earlier indicates that the call, which Trump made from the White House residence, ah, it's nothing, Trump referenced CrowdStrike, a cyber firm used for the DNC to investigate the attacks, all that we know. Um, Let me finish up. You know, it's funny because the mainstream media is fake. I mean, you need to be listening to the Matlock show. You need to help me spread the word. You need to help me share. You guys are blowing it up, by the way. I thank you so much. And I should take this time to let you know, I've been talking all this time, head over to combatflipflops.com. You're looking for some flip-flops? I know. Um, there's a there's a snowstorm up in the Rockies, which is quite hilarious. But uh, Combat Flip-Flops sells more than flip-flops. They sell merchandise, T-shirts, jewelry, all kinds of things. Bad for running, worse for fighting. They're great fellas over there. If you use LOCK25, L-O-C-K-E-2-5, you can get 25% off your purchase today. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Get you a pair of flip-flops. I got the AK-47s, the Flopperators, the Coyotes. I've got the Zero Rise and the Regulars. I love them. They're well-made. CombatFlipFlops.com. Use LOCK25. almost forgot to do my ads. I got so fired up. I forgot Scars and Stripes yesterday. ScarsandStripesCoffee.com. See, I got to mention it twice because I didn't do a very good job yesterday. But uh, I want to get to an article here. 
that uh, I'll tell you, Democrats, they're melting down. They're, they're melting down over this transcript. They're calling Trump a cheat. They're calling him un-American. They're saying he's a danger to our democracy. Now, these Democrat lawmakers reacted to the release of the transcript detailing this phone conversation we just talked about, claiming that the president betrayed the U.S., calling him a cheat, calling him un-American, and calling him a danger to our democracy. Now, it's kind of funny. Uh, Eric Swallowell says, I would like you to do us a favor. Whatever you can do with Barr would be great. This hashtag Ukraine transcript is at real Donald Trump version, and he admitted to betrayal. America is too grave a country to let be led by such a cheat. Well, you're not going to make it to president, Eric, so you'll be all right, swallow well. Just uh, get down on your knees. Uh, here it says Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. Spoiler alert, President Trump attempted to bribe and extort a foreign leader for political gain. This and so many other infractions he's committed against our Constitution is why it's time to impeach Trump now. You know, these people are crazy. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, I respect the responsibility of the president to engage with foreign leaders as part of his job. It is not part of his job to use taxpayer money to shake down other countries for the benefit of his campaign. Hashtag expose the truth. Well, what were those three uh, senators doing with Ukraine? They were using taxpayer money to shake down Ukraine to do what they wanted to do, to do an investigation via the Mueller investigation. I mean, come on, Nancy, look in your own house first. It's crazy what we're seeing here. Um, it goes on. Um, let's see here. Jamie Raskin, Democrat uh, Maryland, says he betrayed his office. He betrayed the Constitution. And he betrayed national security. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. AOC jumped in, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She says, I would like you to do us a favor. Folks, I'm surprised the White House even released this transcript. It's worse than we thought. No, it's not. The president sought to use the power of the United States government to investigate a political opponent. We have no choice but to impeach. And she quoted an NPR article because their news. Um, Adam Schiff, the transcript of the call reads like a classic mob shakedown. We do a lot for Ukraine. There's not much reciprocity. I have a favor to ask. Investigate my opponent. My people will be in touch. Nice country you got there. It'd be a shame if something happened to her. I swear to you, these people are crazy. Uh, Jerry Nadler. The president dragged the attorney general into this mess. At a minimum, A.G. Barr must recuse himself until we get to the bottom of this matter. See, that's what they want to do. The, the one person who can do the most damage to them must recuse himself. That's what they always do. This is how they do this. Ted Lieu, he gets money from Ed Buck, too. Uh, Trump transcript, based on note takers, confirms that at real Trump, at real Donald Trump, requested a foreign power to investigate his political opponent, and it shows he wanted the Justice Department also investigate his opponent, all to the benefit of his campaign. This is so illegal. Just like illegal aliens in your state, Ted Lou. Why don't you take care of that, baby? But he doesn't. He goes on. He says, now we know why at the Justice Department fought so hard to keep the Ukraine transcript from the American people. They didn't really fight that hard. This was all a strategy, by the way. Trump could have released that at any time. He pulled these knuckleheaded Dems in just far enough to hang themselves, and here we go. It was never kept from the American people. He says it's damning for at real Donald Trump and for those involved, including A.G. Barr. I agree with Rep. Jerry Nadler. That Barr must recuse himself from the matter. See, here comes the recusal. Elizabeth Warren, she's going to jump in. The president told a foreign governor 
to do him a favor and work with his personal lawyer and the AG to investigate a political opponent. Read the transcript. For the safety and integrity of our democracy, Congress must begin impeachment proceedings without delay. Well, they've they've done impeachment inquiry, Elizabeth. Come on. You need to talk to, to Nancy. I mean, I really want him. Go ahead. Try to impeach. They, they won't even get it through the House. Um, Richard Blumenthal. Old Dick Blumenthal. Greasy Dick. These call notes are deeply damning and powerfully incriminating. Devastating for Trump. They spell out exactly how he pressured the Ukrainian president to investigate Trump's political opponent for personal political game. It reads like a classic gangster shakedown. I mean, him and Schiffer Brains must have been talking. And I prosecuted my bosses, I would know. Congress must not only see the whistleblower's full complaint, we should, we should hear from the whistleblower and other witnesses directly. Why would we hear from the whistleblower? The whistleblower didn't have firsthand knowledge of anything that happened. How about if we hear from the people who had firsthand knowledge? Uh, Martin Henrich. He says, my statement on transcript of President Trump's phone call. And uh, it goes on. I mean, they, they're they all a bunch of retards. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. They're all handicapped. That's better. Uh, Barbara Lee. Trump has admitted to gross abuse of power. He has no respect for the rule of law. And he's actively trying to undermine our elections. It's time to impeach. These people have lost their ever-loving mind. Um, Jackie Spire. Want to talk about a real witch hunt. The president using his authority in office to try and dig up discredited dirt on a political rival. That's a witch hunt. Um, Mark Takano. The memo released by the White House is damning. No. And the fact that Trump thinks that this doesn't point to any wrongdoing speaks volumes about what his administration finds to be acceptable behavior. Hashtag culture of corruption. Um, Congress... Congressman member Bass. So whatever you can do with the attorney general will be great. The president asked a foreign leader to investigate a political rival after withholding millions in aid that was appropriated by Congress. That's a lie, but they don't care. Rep. Nidia Velasquez, the president of the United States, no less than three times tells a foreign leader his attorney general and our personal lawyer will follow up and dig up dirt on a political opponent. It was eight the first time. Now it's no less than three. Um, let's see here. Oh, she goes on a lot. Jo Joaquin Castro. Attorney General Barmo set aside from his investigation. He's a witness that will be called to testify. Uh, yeah. So recuse, recuse, recuse. Elliot Engel uh, ends this whole charade. A president pressing a foreign government to investigate a political opponent is a severe abuse of power. Our country strongly rejected Trump's pressure on Russia to dig up dirt on his opponent in 16. For him to do it again shows a complete disrespect and disregard for the American people. And then what does he quote? A Washington Compost article. These people are unbelievable. And the funny thing is, we're now going to find out, I think, politics is all timing. I've said this to you before, and I'm going to say it to you again because I believe it to be true. I believe Trump's sitting on the info. I believe Trump has the goods. I believe that Trump is going to come out over the next 13 months, and he's slowly going to hammer these Democrats. And I'm telling you, 2020 is going to be an absolute bloodbath. It is going to be a campaign that you have never seen in the entirety of this of this country's history. It is going to be ugly, my friends. And Trump is going to be the only one fighting this battle. I can't wait. It's radio gold, but it is coming.
It is coming. You're going to find this out. Trump's sitting on the goods. We're going to start seeing what's going on with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. It's going to trickle back to the Obama White House. We're going to get to Hillary Clinton and the State Department. We're going to get to Clapper and Brennan and Strzok and Page and all these people that Comey, that were all part of this deal. It's coming. I'm telling you, it is coming. Trump has it. He knows it. It is getting ready. The left knows it. They're petrified. And we are watching this circus of the Democrat Party trying to distract you from the fact that the IG report, the Inspector General report on the FISA abuses, is just about to come any day. I mean, this is going to get really good, kids. You're going to want to keep listening to the Matt Locke Show, I'm telling you. Make sure you share it. Make sure you tell everybody you know. And do me a big favor. Go buy some t-shirts and hats. I've got them. I've got the inventory. I bought them. Get over to my website, thematlockshow.com. By the way, Ver Forever's over there. Please go over there. Get you some CBD oil. Forgot to mention them in the show. God, I'm getting terrible. Uh, Verbforever.com. Use Verve 20. Click that link on thematlockshow.com. But hats and t-shirts are over there. I'm mailing out hats and t-shirts today. Thank you for your orders. We will get that done for today. The Matlock Show. It's out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. The holidays are on at Old Navy, where all jeans, all pants, all sweaters, and all outerwear are on sale up to 50% off now. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. All the looks you love, even this season's must-have plaid styles, are on sale. Plus, get fashion in a flash. Buy online, pick up in-store for free today in just two hours. Hurry in for up to 50% off all jeans, pants, sweaters, and outerwear at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 11.4 to 11.13 excludes in-store clearance. 